Welcome to the Financial Intelligent Physicians Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. David Norris, and together we will be discussing what they didn't, or rather oftentimes, won't teach you in medical school or residency. Now, my mission and purpose is to help you develop the practice you desire through business education. And over the course of these podcasts, we're going to cover topics such as leadership, financial intelligence, patient satisfaction, process improvement, negotiations, and many more. Today's topic is about ways to prevent fraud and theft in your back office. It's unfortunate, but even in today's era of two-factor authentication and hyper-alert security, we still hear stories of physicians being defrauded by those who work for them. To help you protect yourself from fraud, uh, consider the, adopting these following practices in your practice and in your business. Number one, cross-train all your people. The most common place for fraud is to occur in the back office of small businesses where only one person handles the cash and books. Have more than one person know how the processes of your back office work. Ultimately, it would be best if you knew the processes too. When more than one person knows what's going on in the cash conversion cycle, a second set of eyes will be able to detect mistakes and anomalies and reduce the chances of someone stealing from you. Also, rotate people through the various processes so that no single person operates in a silo. Number two, know the line items on your financial reports. Make certain that you receive, and more importantly, that you actually review your financial statements regularly. Know what each line item means and what goes into that number. Spend time with your office manager or accountants to understand what each line item represents. If they can't wholly explain what each line item is, then it might be time for a new accountant or an external audit. If you see a line item growing and it doesn't make sense, begin to ask questions. Number three, create a budget and use it. Now, budgeting is more than just a planning for the future. A budget can also be a tool to help detect fraud. Compare your productivity reports with the income statements and ask if they make sense. Do the cash receipts match the productivity reports from a few weeks ago or a few months ago? Do the expenses, are they in line with the productivity reports? If cash is coming into your practice and it isn't in line with your forecast budget, um, alarm bells should be going off. And the same alarm bells should sound if your expenses are over your forecasted model. Number four, understand the effects of timing on your cash flows. Now, most small businesses use what we call a cash basis method rather than the accrual method for their accounting. And they do that because it's easier and a little more simple in an accounting system. Now, with a cash basis system, your cash is recorded or booked when cash comes into the business and when it leaves much like your checking account. However, with an accrual accounting system, your revenue is booked when you earn it, not when you receive it. Also, your expenses are booked at the same time as the revenue because of what we call a matching principle. In a cash basis system, your revenues and your expenses become uncoupled and we don't have to worry about matching them. So when you're examining an income statement of a business using a cash basis accounting system, you're seeing the cash that was earned weeks ago but is now just coming in. And that's dependent upon your days in AR. The expenses associated with that revenue generating activity Well, those were paid a long time ago. So if you aren't aware of the uncoupling effect of the accounting method in your practice, it can become easier for someone to quote-unquote slip in some expenses or even take a little off the top of the revenue. 
Number five, do a background check on everyone. Always, always, always do a background check on those who handle your money. The background check should include both criminal and financial checks. And it doesn't matter if the candidate is a family member of one of your partners. Um, always conduct a thorough and extensive background check. You want to know what kind of pressures and temptations they might face should they get your hand, their hands on your cash. Now, these are just a few basic tips that you can implement today that will help you prevent and detect fraud in your practice. Now, the important teaching point of today's podcast is this. You must take an active role in preventing fraud and detecting fraud in your business. Know your financial statements and know your people who are handling your cash. I'm very happy you decided to invest in yourself today. It's the best investment you'll ever make. Be sure to check out my books at barnesandnoble.com and amazon.com, as well as my courses at www.davidnorrismdmba.com. Thanks for listening. If you found this helpful, please share it with your friends. Have a wonderful day, and I'll see you next time.